0: I'm Vijay Hamilton, and welcome to the Autoimmune Reset, the place for you to learn how to thrive with autoimmune disease and feel empowered to take steps to transform your health to feel better than ever. You can start making changes today to improve your health So with every episode, my mission is to share with you simple ways to level your diet and lifestyle with key learnings from my own journey reversing autoimmune disease and inspirational stories from those who have reset their autoimmune symptoms and are now thriving in life. I suffered from autoimmune disease for over 25 years and now I live symptom free and I wish the same for you as well. So thank you for being here and sharing this time with me. Now let's get started. Welcome to today's Friday Five, and today we're going to be focusing on five potential causes of Raynaud's disease. Because if you experience Raynaud's, and we'll talk a little bit about what that is in a moment, you will certainly be seeing an increase in symptoms as the weather gets colder and in the UK it is getting very cold here at the moment so if you do suffer from raynos you may have noticed that you have a lot of symptoms at the moment so what is raynos and let's clarify how to say raynos as well because i've heard a lot of people saying reynards even reynolds but the correct pronunciation is Raynaud's, just in case you were wondering. Now, what is Raynaud's disease? Well, it ordinarily affects the hands and feet, and people who suffer from Raynaud's may notice that their fingers or toes go white and numb when they are exposed to cold, and that is due to the blood vessels at the end of the fingers contracting and causing a lack of blood flow to the fingers and toes and that's why they then turn white. And what can happen is when you warm the hands up again or warm the feet up again, and the circulation returns, you can end up with some tingling sensations as well. The cause of Raynaud's is not known, and there are lots of theories about what might cause Raynaud's disease, but it is worth getting your symptoms checked out if you haven't already, because it can sometimes be a first sign of an autoimmune disease for example those with systemic lupus or rheumatoid arthritis often experience raynos as well so if you do start to develop symptoms of raynos disease certainly get it checked out by your doctor and just get checked up to see if there is anything else going on. There probably isn't, but it's always worth getting checked. Now, Raynaud's is a form of vasculitis and vasculitis is related to inflammation of the blood vessels. And obviously blood vessels are key in this condition because that is the reason that The blood flow is restricted at the bottom of the fingers and toes. That's why they turn white. But let's talk about what the potential causes of Raynaud's may be. Because as you may know, if you've listened to my podcast, I very much follow functional medicine principles. I'm a member of the Institute of Functional Medicine. And I'm really, when I'm working with my clients and when I'm exploring my own health issues, I want to know what the root of it is. And I find Raynaud's a really interesting disease because there are many potential causes of Raynaud's disease. People might present in the same way. You may have white fingers and white toes, but the cause might be different. So here are a few potential causes of Raynaud's disease. One potential cause may be Blood sugar dysregulation, because high blood sugar is inflammatory and may cause inflammation of the vessels. As I said, Raynaud's is a form of vasculitis, and what can happen is when the vessels are inflamed and there is an increase in free radicals, it can cause dysfunction of the vessel. So anything that is causing inflammation of the vessels can affect blood flow, and this may be one of the reasons that people develop Raynaud's disease. Now, the other potential cause of Raynaud's is genetic susceptibility, because Studies suggest that about 30% of those with primary Raynaud's phenomenon may have a close family member with the condition. And when we say primary, it means that it doesn't relate to an autoimmune disease, as I was mentioning earlier. So it's when you just have Raynaud's disease with no obvious association with any other illness. If you do have a genetic susceptibility to the condition, then it may be, well, what, what is that genetic susceptibility? And they haven't discovered that yet, but it is worth knowing that if other people in your family have Raynaud's disease, you are more at risk of developing it. Now the third potential cause of Raynaud's disease is cellular toxicity. Cellular health is so vital for so many functions in the body. When the cells become toxic due to the air that we may be breathing, or the food that we're eating that has pesticides in it, or, con- or consuming food that's been in plastic, there are many reasons why we might be exposed to toxins and those toxins can seep into our cells and when those toxins are Uh, When we have a high toxic load in the body, it really can burden the liver. And this may contribute to symptoms of Raynaud's phenomenon because a sluggish liver can impair circulation and circulation is at the heart of Raynaud's disease. And one of the symptoms of an autoimmune disease called primary biliary cirrhosis, which affects the liver, is Raynaud's disease. So it shows that there is a link there between your liver health and your circulation and the effects that it can have on this condition. If your liver health is part of this phenomenon, then it may be worth trying some detox therapies. You can do things like dry brushing, making sure you're eating lots of dark green leafy vegetables and cruciferous vegetables, as well as lots of herbs like Parsley, oregano, and basil, and having lots of movement. Movement is really good for your liver. So, having some cardiovascular movement, if you can do, can really help with that. Now, the fourth potential cause of Raynaud's disease is a food sensitivity, because again, a food sensitivity and that inflammation can impact the blood vessel regulation which can lead to vessel spasms what is seen in raynaud's and lastly which i think is the most important potential cause of raynaud's disease which is really worth taking into account is a maladaptive stress response. And what that means is when you are in a constant state of fight or flight, so when your stress response is out of balance, so you are constantly feeling stressed about lots of different things throughout your day, and you're living in a state of chronic stress, can affect the nerve signals to regulate your circulation in response to the cold. So when that is impaired, it means that your blood vessels are more likely to go into spasms when they come into contact with the cold. And that's where these relaxation techniques can play a really vital role in not just helping to reduce symptoms of Raynos, but also to help reduce other inflammatory symptoms which may also be intensified when you are in that chronically stressed state so i really do think relaxation techniques like the emotional freedom technique deep breathing exercises and meditation can really help with these types of conditions so it's worth making sure that you have a daily practice and then a go-to stress transformation technique that you use throughout the day Today I just wanted to go through the potential causes of Raynaud's. I think for any type of condition it is really worth exploring the root cause of your symptoms and once you understand what might be at the root of them you can then do something to address it and I will do, be doing a fuller episode on Raynaud's disease so if you have any questions about the condition then please feel free to pop over to my Instagram account and drop me a direct message on there. If not have a fantastic weekend and I will speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you very much for joining me today on the Autoimmune Reset. I really hope you enjoyed the discussion and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you liked it, I would hugely appreciate a review on iTunes as it helps me understand what you like about the podcast and to help share the information with more people. I'm excited to speak to you next time. And remember, you have the power to take the reins on your health. So keep the faith and celebrate the small wins. Until next time.